go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Straight up. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? There we go. I think we there. Uh, oh, yeah, we there. We are there right now. All right, so my guy, you know, we've been going back and forth. True. Trying to catch up with each other because we busy. You know, a lot of a lot a lot of uh a lot of playing tag. And my boy, my boys over there from OLF hit me up and was like Yo, I got somebody for your show that uh, that want to holler at you, want to talk to you because I think you heard the show with me and Hayes. Yes, sir. And uh, you know we, we we was having grown man talk. You know what I'm saying? We we, we had some Hennessy inside that tea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we were trying to be conservative, but you know uh, we was talking about some real life issues. And when I spoke with you yesterday. You know, it was it was one of those. All right, so what are we gonna talk about? And I don't, you know, I don't normally have topics. Well, I do, but um, I try to structure the show around the guests, whatever they feel like talking about. And and the first thing that you that you meant, mentioned was the mental, the mental state. So right. I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you two questions. Well, first, I want you to introduce yourself. I am that guy they call Tokyo Jameson. Tokyo J. I am actually talking my J right now. Yeah. So um, I'm good and, and, and definitely gl- glad to be here, man. I'm thankful for the invite. Shouts out to the OLF crew, man, for for people helping people and 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 and, and getting this uh, getting this bridge built, man. We going from from NC to the to the to the cow, man. We making it happen. <laughs> That's. That's for sure. Now, I got two questions for you. All right. The first question is, how you doing? That's a phenomenal question. Um, today, today I'm good. Okay. Um, and it, it is really, um, when you're talking about mental health, it is really one of those things where it's not like a season where I can say, well, right now I'm good, like it's the spring. You know, it's it's. It's really day to day because full disclosure, and I don't mind talking about my mental health. I'm manic depressive, um, so I can go from three days thinking that you know nothing can touch me and that my dick is 15 inches long, and then I can go a whole nother you know two or three days in a row thinking that I'm the worst thing ever created by God. So it's like you never really know, and you have to try and. Um, put together a plan for the good days and the bad, because on those good days, I don't want to walk out thinking that I'm invincible and fuck around and get shot by a cop. And then I also, you know, on my bad days, I don't want my kids to see me like that. So, you know, it's not like, I may, I may want to stay in the bed all day, but you know, we got stuff that we got to take care of. Oh man, you got to get up out of that bed for them kids. That's for sure. Um, so I'm glad you brought up kids. What's your balance? It's, I know one of them is in your hand right now. Yes. And, and I mean, I honestly, 
it's it's that, and then it's also it's also my wife. You know, like she she's my best friend, and I say that, and a lot of people think that I'm being cheesy, but I mean exactly that. Though. Like, there's nothing that I can't say, you know, or 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 talk to her about, and you know, so having her to talk to is a sounding board, and we do ain't, it. Ain't you know, dope. like the bro, it's 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 so awesome, man. Cause, like, all right, so I'll go to work. And so I'm going to give you my day. I wake up in the morning. I take my kids to school every day. Uh-huh. So I take my kids to school because I want to make sure that they know that their father loves them because I never had that when I was coming up. That's a blessing. So, you know, I'm able to take them to school. I drop them off and then I come back home and chill until it's time for me to go to work. Uh-huh. And then as soon as I get off, I'm back at home. My kids have already done their homework. So I then get to play and and, and be, you know, uh, that joker for about an hour to an hour and a half because at about 8 o'clock or 8.30, my kids are going to bed. And then it's me and my wife just being in each other's embrace, being in each other's company until we decide to go to bed. If we're watching shows, if we're talking, hopefully we plan on getting our podcast back up and running um, in the coming weeks. So, you know, we just enjoy each other's company and talk about shenanigans. I mean, I say some of the most racist and ignorant stuff to my wife because because we because we 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 laugh at it we really do um laugh at that stuff and that that's 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 how I'm able to do it cuz I've got three kids two boys and a girl um my oldest is 11 um and my twins will be 8 um in May so it's just like you got you got to get in you know get that balance in cuz if you don't you'll go crazy I know especially with like you got to separate the balance too. Like you got to have the balance with the kids, then you got to have the balance with the wife, and you got to have the balance with the whole family, and then you got to have balance with yourself. See, so for me, I, I get to take a couple of those out. Um, balance with my kids, and 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 I made a mistake. I thought that I just needed to be the greatest dad in the world, mm-hmm. and earlier on in our in my kids' life, that hurt my marriage. Because I was so focused on being the best dad and not necessarily focused on being the best possible husband. And, you know, that it's hilarious to say that because you would think that those two things go hand in hand, but they don't. And I was able to learn, you know, the error in my ways. And fortunately, I had a spouse that was willing to stay with me long enough for me to figure it out. Yeah. Um, because nowadays, divorce is like the first thing to do. People are treating marriage like regular boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Yeah. So, you know, having her be willing to stay with me through my maturity and I'm still learning, but it's just like getting that balance with her, making sure we're spending time and with my kids. The family thing is not so much a thing for me because my family is in this house. My family is my wife. My family is my kids. I ain't got nobody else. My dad passed a long time ago. I do not have a relationship with my mom. And the same thing with my siblings. Like, I just, I mean, I don't communicate. So the only per and it, and it actually, it helps me um, because I'm not sitting there worried about uh, Johnny, Billy, Cindy, and none of these are family members' names. I don't look like I have a Johnny or Billy in my family. But, you know, it, I don't have to worry about them how they feel about me and what I'm doing. The only thing I have to concentrate on is my three souls that I brought into this world and my beautiful wife. That's all. At the end of the day, like everything that you probably experienced in life, and I'm talking for myself as well, at the end of the day, when you walk through that door, the only thing that matters is the people that's under that roof. You know what I mean? And, and when you walk out, those are the people that matter as well. 
Um, so that's dope. That's dope. I want to know. So the first question was, how are you? And I guess I was going to ask you because a lot of people will answer it. It was just give me the generic answer like, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? And then my follow up question was going to be the same thing. You know, really, how are you? So since you already got that mapped out, you got the answers. I need to know. Is there another place where you want to be mentally? Like, where do you want to be? I'm, I'm, first off, I'm in the process of getting there. I want to be in a place mentally where my bad days don't affect me as much as they do. Because when I'm, when I'm talking to people and when I'm sharing my story with people, I was, um, I just started a new gig. So I'm, you know, still in my like first 60 days. So I'm still getting to know my assistant. And, um, Whenever she hears me speak, she thinks, you know, that everything is great for me, that I got it all together. And I've expressed to her and anybody that ever hears me in a podcast, it took me a lot to get to this point. Um, I just I want to get to the point to where the bad days don't affect me as much, because when they hit, they hit hard as hell, man. And I've had difficulty maintaining. I really hit a low. In 2017, where I tried, I tried to take my own life in 2017, and that's how you got, bad. You got to call I, me. And and that's the thing. It's like we we set now. We in there now. Like you in my phone now. You exist. Okay. Um. You know, I, I tell people when you until you get in my phone, you you're not real. You know, you're. you're <laughs> uh, but once you once you in there and I can reach you, you know, uh, I, I'll I'll always call. And it hasn't gotten that bad. Um. But. My podcasting, as an example, I've had so many shows be successful, mm-hmm. and I just turned my back on them in the in the midst of success. You know, I started back in 2012 with a fellow named L.A. Broadus. We had a show called BTW Sports Talk, and we actually had, you know, restaurants and businesses that would, would have us come out and do live shows, remotes. Um, from that place. And that was my first time ever doing podcasts. So I, I'm coming in with a little bit of success and I got burnt out mental health wise and I just turned my back and walk away from it. I allowed my mental health to mess up relationships that I had with my co-hosts and people that were, you know, going to end up being some of my closest friends. Like, uh, and then I came back and, and started, you know, dinner time with Kyle Nash and, and I started contributing to a YouTube channel uh, hilarity by default, where we would review movies and reviewing movies was a big deal for me because I stopped watching sports. So replacing film with with athletics was was a great move, and I enjoyed doing it. As we started to get more views and started to get more of a following, I walked away from it because I was getting burnt out, and I am my own worst enemy, man. Like I. If there's ever anyone that's going to be the, the demise of Tokyo Jameson, it's going to be Tokyo Jameson. I don't think anybody outside of this house has the ability to take me down outside of the police bastards. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, I am going to, I like, I, I'll have something and it's going great. And I just, I clam up and then I, I, I just, I have to be in control. And what do you do when you're, you, you, there's so much stuff that we're not in control of. When it's something like a show that I am providing entertainment to people, I'm like, oh, I'm in control of that. I'm just going to shut it down. 
Right. Screw right. entertaining people. Shut that down. And it's just so that I can get some sense of control because, you know, my mental would just make me feel like it's pure chaos around me. And when you don't feel like you're in some kind of control, you, you can do a lot of irrational things. And that's 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 my bag. So just getting to the point to where I can actually get a show again and do it regularly, you know, throughout a year and and. Like, that would be phenomenal for me. If I could actually get a show going again where I can actually go consistently for a year without fear of dropping it or running away from it um, or or deleting my Twitter because I don't want people to ask me questions about where's the show at and stuff like that. Like, I just want to I want to get there, man. I want to I want to be the confident guy that I was or the, the I want to be who I presented myself to be like. When when I was younger, people looked at me and they were like, "Yo, man, TJ, that's who I want to be like. Like that dude is he's got it he's got it all in order." When I really didn't, you know, I want to I want to actually be that guy. Um, not for a whole bunch of people because forget people, I don't need a, a big circle, but I just want to be that for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got but you got to expect people to be hitting you up asking you for your content because some of it is not just entertainment. Some of it is like therapy. You know, you tune into some of them shows like I'm I'm huge on the podcast community as far as like the amateurs, the ones that's, you know, we share a platform. I don't really care for the, the professionals because pretty much all they feeding us is stories that they did in the industry or, you know, in the locker room and stuff like that. That's cool to have some some insight uh, in the background, but. I want to know what's going on with my neighbors. You know what I mean? Because whatever your story is, we don't have the same background, but it's something that you say that can help me though. You know? And, and I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes you got, you can't be selfish. And sometimes I'm gonna be selfish wanting to hear from you, you know? And that's just what it is. We feeding off of each other. I'm pulling from you and you might pull from me and we might need that. I I feel you there. And when I'm in a good place like I am now, totally agreeing with it. I, I want to be that for you and anybody else that needs it. Like I, I, I'll say, you know, Tokyo J on Twitter, T-O-K-E-O-J, if you want to follow, I follow everybody. You know, and I put that, that's the pen tweet I got on there. I follow everybody because I want to see, you know, how people think, even the racists. I want to see how you think. I want to know what your playbook is because I, I need I need to I need to be able to pop you out in the crowd because if I'm standing next to you in line and something pop off, I know you don't have my best interest at heart. So I want to see you know what people think. And if if somebody tweets out, and this has happened often, where people tweet out that they're going through, I'm always going to send a word of encouragement, even if I'm not in a good space, because I know that word. Could have been the, 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 it can come through with the moment when you are at your lowest. You never know when, what your words can do for somebody or what your lack of words can do for somebody. So I totally feel you. Um, and that is just when I'm in my low, I can't, I can't be brought out of it, but people are always going to try. You know what I'm saying? Like people are always going to try and, and cheer you up. Yeah. But, they're they're trying to cheer me up based on what cheers them up or what they think should cheer me up. But, you know, they can't without living in my shoes. You know, you don't know necessarily what I need to hear at that moment. And I'm appreciative of the effort 
don't think that I'm an asshole and I'm just ignoring the fact that people are looking out. What I'm saying is it's not going to work. I don't want to waste your time. Just give me a moment to breathe and figure myself out. And I promise I'm going to be back. Ultimately, that's what I'm saying all the time. I'm glad I'm glad you said that because as 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 a man I can respect like your space. So and I always tell people that I don't really care to give out advice because when when somebody give you some advice, they giving you advice from their experience. And that's yep. not the same. So what I would say is I try to distract you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever your favorite team is, whatever your 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 top five movies is, you know, you might be down and I'd be like, Well, you know what, man, I just finished watching Harlem Nights. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll try to distract you real quick. Um <laughs> because that's, I that's my movie, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just finished watching it last night. <laughs> you know, they just put it hey, on Bob, Netflix. It's rich. <laughs> I ain't never coming home again. I ain't it's <laughs> And, and he felt good about it, didn't he? <laughs> oh man, all that and got stuck up and robbed with some sugar. But um, nah, man. The truth is, we don't know the answers. We don't know. We don't. And we, if we don't know the answers for ourselves, we definitely don't know the answers for for someone else. It's just that we have to eventually figure out how to how to help each other. And I'm not going to always be able to reply to that tweet immediately. I'm not going to always be able to reply to that text message immediately or call you back. But when I do, you know, I'm going to make sure I get my all. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to respect you and just know, like you said, I'm in your phone now. So now you holding me accountable. (laughs) Now I'm held accountable. So now I know every you know, probably every two, three weeks or something like, or not even, not even setting the time, just knowing that, man, it's been three weeks since I talked to, to T. I need to hit him up. I need to check in. And that, bro, that's all, that's all I do, man. Uh, whenever I, somebody told me, my brother told me uh, last year, he said, if you're thinking about somebody, hit him up. Yes. You know what they're going through and you never know if that'll be the last time you talk to him, because life is, is, is life is finite. It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's scary yep. how fragile we are. So I take that and I think about that. I'm like, okay, so yeah, I'm not going to hit people up on a regular basis to the point to where they know everything that's going on with me. They get progress reports on the kids and stuff like that. Nah, that ain't me. But I tell you this, anybody who know me that's in my phone knows if I think about you, I'm going to shoot you a text Hey, how you doing? I'll even send you a text. You safe. Just two words. You safe with a question mark. Yeah. And you know, to my people that know me, they're like, look, because I don't always want to have a whole thing. We mm-hmm. don't have to have a whole thing. I just need to know that the people that I've been blessed to have in my circle, I need to know that they straight. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, that's not too crazy, man. But yeah, Bailey, you in there now, bro. Okay. I'm a role player. You know, no, in your, in your world, I'm a role player because I look at marriage like a basketball game, like a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, you go, you're going to have you and your, you and your wife is like Kobe and Shaq, MJ and Pippen. And then you got right. your kids. That's the supporting cast around you. And like you said about the whole, you know, people not staying together because they're not giving people enough time to figure them out, to understand them, to fix stuff. 
And it's like, I think about those Chicago Bulls teams and those Laker teams where Phil Jackson used to sit on the bench and he used to just let them catch play. Didn't call no timeouts or nothing because he, yo, you got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You two are the head of the uh, uh, the head of this team, and y'all need to figure it out. And some championships came out of that, and that's what I'm. That's what I do. So I give my I give your wife credit. I give my wife credit because they stuck with us through dark times. I lost both of my parents as well. My wife came into my life the day after my mom passed away. You know what I'm saying? And she's been by my side ever since. So and she was there when my when my pops passed away. So when you got a teammate like that, like you got to give him praise, and that's why I was like, when you start talking good about your wife, yo, that, they cast don't really understand. Your wife is man is everything, right? Everything in your world, and you and and the kids that she bring in this world is mm. just as important. You know what I mean? Man, I. I- when you, when you talk about your your kids being one one you talk about your wife as a best friend, I think about a tweet I did the other day. I say people talk about this whole I don't want to be in the friend zone. When you're married and you're truly married, you'll realize your wife is your best friend. Man, you know I mean that that is that is that is a hundred percent facts. And and when you're talking about the kids as a supporting cast and the blip, man, children should be a blessing. I honestly believe because look, that child did not ask to be born. So I look at children as and my children, any child, I look at kids and I just look at them and I say that's potential right there. They need to be protected. Cause I, I, I take myself back to the day that my twins were born and I'm six five. At that point in time, I was about 5'15", weight-wise. So I'm 6'5", 5'15". We had just had our twins, and I'm walking through the hospital in my shirt and tie because I had just left work bawling. Like, I, 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 my, my knees buckling because I saw these two, these two beings being brought into the world I'm now responsible for. And that's a lot of responsibility, but I take that junk seriously, man. But even with the responsibility... The laughs that they give me, the hope that they give me is priceless, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And, and the thing is, what a lot of parents fail to realize is that this is your opportunity to shape a human being the right way. And when yeah. you see things going that way, like when you see their growth, that's why they say never blink because that three-month-old could be 13 in a second. And that 13-year-old could be 23 and then everything changes. You got to instill everything. Like, I know how to bake. TJ, I know how to bake, man. You want to know why? Because my mama used to bake. I know how to clean. I cook I cook and clean. And that's that's because of moms. And before she left this planet, before she left this, this life, like, she instilled certain things. She told me, she said, uh, when you graduate, I'm not sure what you're going to do. If you want to go to college, that's cool. But you got to get you a job. She said, I really want you to uh, go to this eight-week janitor course uh, so, to where, you know what I'm saying, you could be a janitor for LAUSD. I'm young, 18 years. I'm like, bro, I ain't trying to be, you know what I'm saying? Right, at, right. at 37, I wish I would have took that because where I would be at now, come on, man. They've started out when I was 18 back in 2001. 
they were starting out at $10 an hour. So imagine where I would be at now. You know what I'm saying? But not listening to my mom, not listening to that game. You know what right. I'm saying? It's, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a beautiful journey. It's scary. You know, with all the stuff we got in going on in the world, we got to protect them. We got to feed them. We got to make sure they happy. We got to deal with their issues as well. So it's a lot. It's a it lot. is a lot, man. I, I think about you th- the history of the world as we know it. You think about, you know, all the stuff that has happened. And then I'm blessed to be alive now. Yeah. Like I there's no other time on this planet where I could have existed and lived as comfortably as I do right now. Um so, you know, like 1800s, nope. Early 1900s, nah. So I'm just like and that's just that's just recent, you know. I'm not even going back even further than that. So I'm like everything kind of worked out, but with all of this access with all of this technology that we have at our fingertips, it is so much more imperative as a parent that we're diligent in what we're doing. Um, my kids are kids. Uh-huh. Um, I like you. I, I like you. I know how to bake. I know how to cook. I know how to clean because I was taught that stuff out of necessity. I was responsible for a lot of stuff at a very early age. And I feel like that's stunning my childhood a little bit. I don't want my kids to have to experience that. So my kids are kids. Um, you know, we, we give them responsibilities and tasks and stuff to do around the house. But my major concern for them is learning this, uh, going through the school system and learning what they want you to learn, spitting it back to them in a way that is going to make them happy. And you get that best grade possible. I ask my kids every day, what do we got to do today? And they say, get an A today. That's all we worried about. (laughs) That's Um, dope. But I mean, but that's but that's it, yo. You make it, but you like made it simple though. I like that though. When you wake up and you say, "What do we got to do?" Just get an A today. That's today. it. Don't even worry about tomorrow. Nope. Not out a week from now, and forget about nope. yesterday. What yep. can we do today? That's dope. See, if you did, if, if you if you making if you making your best effort to be your best self and get an A every day, then at the end of the quarter. It's too easy. And I can tell you without lies, because I know a lot of parents lie on their kids. Uh And it it makes me laugh when I see it. But I can say without a lie, in the last year and a half, since we started making that slogan in our house, our children have not brought home anything lower than a B. I need, I'm still in that. I'm telling you right now, I mean, I'm still in that. (laughs) Oh, no, it's it's, it's too easy, bro. as, As simple, as simple as that sounds, it, I'm 37, just now learning how powerful that is, though. That's crazy. Just getting A to, sometimes it's just how you word it. Sometimes it's how you say it. I'm still in that. I, I'm going to give you credit, but I'm still in that. <laughs> when, when in, in 10, 15 years, when you're getting an award, uh, you know, for for your awesome parenting, just just show love. Man. I am, show, I am, show I am. Love, pay it forward. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go straight to Twitter. I'm gonna write that out, and I'm gonna put you, you to Arthur, and everything. But I'm 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 low key still in that one because that one is powerful right there. Because because it, it's basic, but it's it got so much, so much in there. But it's just still basic though for you to follow. Well, and and with us having three kids, and then. You know, two of them being twins, 
it is really easy as human beings for us to want to compare to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And whenever you fall short, you feel like you're less than. I feel like um, when I and I saw Jim Carrey say something like, you know, the whole concept of depression is you have this idea of what you believe life is supposed to be. And whenever you don't achieve that, you feel like you're, you're, you're not. You feel like you feel like a failure. So I'm like, that makes sense. So I don't want my twins to compare themselves to each other because the twins is a boy and a girl. I don't want my two boys to compare themselves to each other. You all are three individual people. You can only do what you can do. Be your best self. Don't Mm -hmm. try and be like your brother. Don't try and be like your sister. But I know you as a child. I know your potential. And I know that if you give me your best effort every day, then there's no reason why you can't be a straight A student. I'm not going to tell you that that's required. I'm not going to tell you that you have to bring me straight A's every day. All I'm going to say is that you give your best effort. So every day, whenever I pick them up from their grandma's house, did we have a good day today? Yes, sir. Did we, did, did we do our best effort? Did we get an A today? Absolutely. And if they didn't, because there have been times where I've gotten calls from school where the the, the teachers say, you know what, your, your kids, he's a little hyper today. He's got a bad attitude. He, he didn't get an answer right, and he was upset. And I'll say, hey, look, we didn't do our best effort today. But mm-hmm. tomorrow is a whole new day. We can get better tomorrow. Right, right. We got to. I'm not knocking them, though, because I've, I've had those days where I've set up in clinicals and the, you know, the clinical supervisor not making any goddamn sense to me. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, look, I'm not, I'm sorry. I, I can't do this today. You know what I mean? Because they're human at the end of the day. But as long as they went to, as long as they went into the world with that, with that saying, with that understanding, and they gave it they all, yeah, I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that. You know what I mean? Now, I do have a closing question. I got, I, and this is a good one. I need you right now in your state right now, you step out of your body, you turn around and you look at yourself and you ask yourself, what can I do to get to to get to that point where I, where I need to be? Whether it's advice or or whether it's a, it's a I need to get an A every day. What is it that you can tell yourself, like, yo, when I'm in my lowest point, this one needs to happen. You talking to yourself though? When you. And I'm, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking, so I, I'll, I'll say this, Tokyo Jameson is obviously not my government name. I'm talking to Tarian Johnson right now. So this is Tokyo talking to Tarian Johnson. You need to take the advice that you give your children. Mm. Everything that you do for your kids is so that they can have the life that you didn't have with the, with the with opportunity that you didn't have. And you tell them to not hold on to anything. And to take each day as a new opportunity and you need to do the exact same thing. If Tuesday suck, all right, cool. Fuck Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday. Let's do better. You need to you need to stop dwelling on bullshit because what happened to you when you were a kid was really, really, really fucked up. But there's nobody to take responsibility for it now. Nobody cares that they messed you up. So now that you know nobody cares, stop looking for anybody to apologize because nobody can make it better. 
Let's get an A every day. Go to work, bust your ass, clock in, clock out when you come home. Be the most relaxed cat you want to be. If you want to burn through about four, five, six blunts, do that because you know that you you gave your all to each day. And everything else will, everything else will work out because it has to. If you're giving an A every day, each year will pass by and you'll be happy because you did your best every day. I love you, boy. Man, that's crazy that you said that because I got to do the same thing. When you, when you, what you just said was the same advice that you give to your kids. Or you got to go out there. You got to take that same medi- that same medication. You got to take that same dosage. You know what I mean? And that's man, that's gonna be powerful. I got to connect you with another powerful brother down there in Houston by the name of D Murph. Because um, I I know that you got a deeper story to tell. And even though my platform, you can get deep, you know, or whatever. We can talk about anything. But I feel like your story ain't done. And and he definitely got a platform where you could um, unravel or uh, peel back some more layers. And it's also just, you know, introducing you to another powerful brother that could possibly be in your phone. I'm happy I'm in the phone now. Now that I'm in the phone, <laughs> I'm happy I'm in the phone now. Um <laughs> And yeah, I'll I connect you with that brother. And if y'all choose to 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 fellowship and things like that, that'd be dope. Um, I will say this, you know, when you see the kids, when you see the wife, can you tell them VTG said what's up? Too easy. <laughs> that's, too, that's, too, that's too easy, man. That's too easy. I, te- I text my wife right before we started. I'm like, look, just in case you come home for lunch, I'm doing this interview in the den, so don't come in too loud. But uh, you know, and you know what? Let me say something about that because everybody that I talk to before they get on my show and stuff like that, and I appreciate that you said you wanted to respect my platform. I I want everybody in their natural state. Now, of course, I don't want a circus in the background, but I've also did podcasts where if you got your child is back there and they back there talking to the TV, that's understandable. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm just, I'm more, I'm more on the hippie side. You know what I'm saying? Your wife walk in and she say, who is that? I need that. You want to know why? Because that's real life. <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, I appreciate that. Um, and sooner or later we got to touch bases in real life. You know, hopefully if you got time in April, you can, you know, touch down in Vegas uh, smoke free weekend. That's the plan. That's the plan. It's uh, the world is trying to prevent me from doing that, man. They're trying to block out the month of April, so I can't travel from work. But uh, I'm working on it, trying okay. to finesse. Hey, look, that's what, it's just it's just an opportunity, and, and I'm pretty sure it'll be much more opportunities uh, the months after that. Um, but yeah, I appreciate talking to you, my brother. All day, man. Anytime, bro. Thanks for having. me. And we're going to do this again. And you got it. Well, uh, obviously, we got to talk sports, if anything. You're going you gonna to be like totally surprised. I don't, I, I haven't watched anything, and it'll be three years in uh, August. That's cool. I mean, it's still something to talk about your childhood, growing up with your favorite players or something like that. And if not, then we got to go to movies because I watch movies as well. And I'm big on the 80s. Bro, movies. TV and and any sports 
you know, from from 1983 to, to 2015, I got you locked down. You on that? Randy Moss was my dude. Randy Moss? Okay. Randy Moss and Shaq. If I'm looking at football, I always just loved the way Randy Moss held his style down. And then in the NBA, I was a huge Shaq fan um, because he's bigger than everybody, and I was always bigger than everybody. But now that I'm watching these 30 for 30s, bro, I watch Vic's 30 for 30, Iversons, like I bought, I think, volume one and volume four. And then I just, I, I love seeing all the, the background stuff to the stuff that I saw during my lifetime. You know what I mean? You know, half of his career, or even most of it, I hated Deion Sanders until his speech. And when he said, <laughs> when he said, uh, he, they was like, well, why you don't hit or, or why you don't tackle or something like that. Something to that, he was like, yo, I get paid to cover half of the field. You know what I'm saying? And he literally shut down half of a field. Um, When he said that, it just made sense. And then when you see sports where it's at now, where players are getting hurt, um, you know, they're getting hurt more, more serious injuries. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. He uses speed. He uses intelligence, and he had them hands. And it will be a pick six and a punt return back to the house. And he dancing on. Oh, him. and he dancing with the Jerry curl. <laughs> he dancing on them cats. Prime time. Baby. And he had a music Prime video. Time. And he played right. baseball. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> man. <laughs> Must be the buddy, baby. <laughs> oh man, only the fast forward lose your hair to grow it back. Um, yeah, this was a good one, man. I appreciate this one. This one goes in the vault again. I don't do podcasting for I don't do podcasting for the same reason other people do podcasting. This is like a uh, it's going in like a time capsule. Hopefully, this can be wrapped up. Somewhere stuck in the dirt, somebody digs it up and listen to to my journey. You know, What's up, man? and you are and you are now a part of my journey. And I'm gonna try to go out I'm, here and get an A today. Damn, damn right, bro. <laughs> One thing I'll tell you that I do with my kids, man. I tell people this because I want people to adopt that. One thing that we know as adults is the one of the biggest fears is public speaking. Mm-hmm. So I try and give my kids the opportunity to speak as much in public as possible. So before bed every night, I have our kids lead us in prayer. Mm, that's dope. So I, and, and and this is how I do it. Like I'll say, all right. So I say, I, I introduce them like they're at a, at, a, at a basketball game. I say, come into the stage, and then I'll say their name, and then I say an attribute about them. Maybe they did something good in school that day or that week or that month. And then I say, all right, so I want y'all to repeat after them loud and proud. And then we do, uh, now I lay me down to sleep. Um, and let whoever's night it is, they'll lead us. Then my wife will have a night. I have a night, man. But that's something that we do as a family. And then, again, it gives them that encouragement of knowing that they can speak. Uh, publicly without fear of, you know, looking, you know, dumb or messing up your words and stuff like that, man. Oh, well, you know, that was just me writing that down, too, because I'm still in that, too. <laughs> God, you got you got some low-key parenting gems, though. Like, seriously. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that one, too. I'll put your name next to it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> speaking, speaking, speaking the names uh, Let everybody know where they can find you Where they can follow you And anything that you got coming up That they can look forward to No absolutely man So if you want to follow this guy I'm on Twitter It's Tokyo J T-O-K-E-O-J 
Um, in the works, um, I've got, I've, so this year has been the year of adventure for me. So I did stand up in January and I don't know if I was good or bad, but I did it. Um, but if you want to, if you want to hear my work, man, my wife and I got the podcast coming back, married conversations. Um, just follow me on Twitter and I'll be putting that out there. Um, so that y'all can hear it. It's just a conversation between a husband and wife talking about stuff that you usually deal with. The last episode we did was called where do I put my anger? So I encourage y'all to check that out. Um, and yeah, man, just look, I talk nonsense, man. I'm, I'm friends with the presidents, the CEOs, the whores and the junkies, man. <laughs> you gotta be. Hey, if all of them in the room, everybody gonna have a good time. <laughs> everybody gonna have a good time. That's a party, bro. Yeah, everybody. You know, you, you, hey, the look. The CEOs, they just as nasty as the whores and junkies. And that's what I was about to say. Like, you don't care about the titles because everybody in there equal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we all the same when the clothes come yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and with that being said, everybody go out there and get a goddamn A today. <laughs>